Come on up, come on up. We want to introduce ourselves to you. We're the campus ministry staff here, and we are delighted to have the privilege of serving here and helping us as a campus grow with Jesus. And we're going to introduce ourselves and get to know us starting down the side. The athletic ministry and the outreach ministry, and so that Wednesday night awake ministry. Kent McDonald, uh, work here in the chapel, oversee our Young Life training program and teach in the theology department. It's good to be back in chapel. Welcome, everybody. It's great to see you all, and um, I'm Connie McKnight. I'm the program coordinator for campus ministry. So Woo! Welcome! <laughs> Uh, I'm Lana Braun, and I'm the other grad intern who's working with Campus Worship this year. Hi, I'm Steffi Nobles Beans, a.k.a. Mama Beans. I am one of the campus ministers, and I get to teach diverse Christian leadership this year. I'm Ben Brody, and I work with Campus Worship. We've never been celebrated this well, ever, I don't think. Uh, my name is Mindy Smith. I'm one of the campus pastors here and oversee the campus ministry coordinators in the residence halls. Yeah. We just have a couple announcements, reminders. Tonight is the first Hosanna of the year. Please. Please come. It's at 945. All are welcome. We'd love to see you there. And tomorrow night is the first Awake of the Year. It's at 9.30 p.m. And Thursday, we wanted to remind you that we're going to have a commissioning service for students that are going out to serve in the community, whether you are a student teacher, if you're serving in Young Life, if you're serving in Increasedo, if you're serving in Youth for Christ, we would love to commission you. So please come if you are one of those participants. And if not, come and pray for those students that are going to go work and serve in the community um, for the Lord this semester. Would you now please bow your heads as we prepare... Um, for the word we're about to receive today. Lord God, we are so grateful for the privilege that we have to pause during our day to stop and acknowledge you. In our world these days, it seems as if so much is not making sense. With storms and fires and racial tensions in our country, we need you desperately. And we know that you are the only one that can make sense out of the senseless. So we ask you this semester to bring us here on Tuesdays and Thursdays that we can pause and look to you, the one, the King, the Messiah, our Father Almighty, that you would help us make sense, that we would be yours, and that we would live the life that you are calling us to in community with each other and in communion with you. All these things we ask in your son's name. Amen. Well, I'm Forrest Buckner. I'm the Dean of Spiritual Life here. I'm one of the campus pastors as well. And it is such a joy to be back together with y'all again. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. So great. Uh, so great to see all your faces, see you coming in. And what a gift. It's truly a highlight of my week every week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, being in here with y'all. It's such a gift. So quick, quick summer update for those of you who have been around and, and maybe introduction for those of you who are newer here. I, we had a great summer as a family. I want to introduce my family to you first. They're up on the screen here. 
This is my, my wife, Janelle, and our daughter, Esther, who's 10, Bella, who's 8, and River, who's 5. And we had a great summer together. We got to do a little vacation at the beginning, see some family, and then we were mostly around here wrestling and doing cartwheels and those kind of things in our front lawn. And uh, the last couple weeks have been an exciting couple weeks. River, our, the youngest, started kindergarten and lost his first tooth all in the same two days. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> And you may have seen, if you were at the football game on Saturday, you may have seen Bella down front. There's our WU, middle of the U right there, uh, giving, helping, helping Whitworth you know, cheer, those guys on to, cheer the guys on to victory. It was really fun. And of course, maybe, uh, maybe some of you guys had some of this experience too this summer. We cannot neglect the fact that we had the eclipse, right? There it is. <laughs> only, only this time of year, this kind of event, can we put things like that on and then tell everyone, look, this is so cool. I'll put it on Facebook and Instagram. Look how great I am. <laughs> but the eclipse was really cool, right? I mean, seriously, put them on and, and you see, you see, it was so great. It, but way better than the cereal box. Cereal box, uh, glasses, yay. That's our, that's, that's kind of a little glimpse of us. We're looking for, we see our family as a part of this Whitworth community and we're grateful to be a part of this Whitworth community and and I'm uh, delighted that we get to share this life with y'all here. Before we dive into our scripture today, I wanted to take one step back and look big picture at chapel. Kind of what is chapel community worship? What are we doing here? And, and when I think about this, it, it's, it's a community where we gather together to, to worship God in scripture, in, in prayer, in community, in the, coming to the Lord's Supper on Thursdays. That's what we do. But it's a community that comes from all different places and all different people. I have this, this, this picture of, of, if you think about campus maps, some of you first years have been looking at the maps, trying to find your classes, right? So you think of the map, and think of people like leaving a little trail behind them as they walked across campus. And if, as they walked across, people will be leaving trails from all over, from the athletic side, from all over, from, from Warren, from the music building, all these little lines squiggling across campus. So it's not it's different geographically, but also different all kinds of other ways. Male and female, black, white, brown skin, major, chemistry majors, and, and choir majors, and computer science majors, and all everything in between, right? And, and we have people who, who grew up in Spokane, people who grew up in South Africa, people who grew up speaking English, people who grew up speaking Mandarin, all kinds of difference. And we also have different, in, we have staff and faculty and students. One of the amazing things about happens here is right now, if you look around, there are staff and faculty and students all sitting together. In this place, we have the president and, and, and a first-year student who's just figuring things out. We have, we have facilities, people who are working amazing, keeping our facilities strong, and faculty who have been here for 20, 30 years, all gathered together here. And what is it that brings us together here? That's what we're just singing about. Jesus. Jesus brings us together here, and his light is a light that we all know we need. The sustenance that he gives, the sustenance we all know we need. And in Jesus, we find a unity that's bigger than all the differences. And a community that actually works because God's Spirit brings us together as one people under Him, Jesus. And we come here to pause, to breathe, to remember who God is and who we are as God's beloved children, called according to His purposes in the world. And so we come for 30 minutes twice a week to come be with God, be with each other, and then be sent back out to go serve and join God in his work in this world. All the ways that we're doing that, near and far, 
old and young. My hope for chapel community worship is in the middle, in the midst of all these differences, that this will be a place that is both comfortable and uncomfortable for every person in this room. I hope it's comfortable because it's a place where you come and you feel loved. A place where you come, most of all, it's comfortable because you come and you get to know Jesus more. You come here and you say, this is comfortable because I know Jesus more when I come to this place. I worship him and draw near to him. I'm at home here. Everyone feeling comfortable. But I also hope this feels a little uncomfortable for you. Because of all the difference we have here, we're going to try to, we want to do things that, that, that sometimes are going to feel really familiar to you. Yeah, this is, this is how I always did it. But sometimes it's not. We're going to sing songs you didn't know. We're going to sing songs in different languages. We're going to have, we're going to have different types of teaching that maybe you're used to. We'll have a choir. Maybe you haven't done that before. We'll have dancers. Maybe that's different. So there'll be times when it feels uncomfortable, but that discomfort is actually part of us being the community worshiping God together. Because it was dis- when it's uncomfortable for me, that means it's comfortable for someone else in the room. And when it's comfortable for me, it's probably uncomfortable for someone else in the room, right? And so always, I hope is, each time you come, you're going to have both a comfortable at the most, in the most important ways and uncomfortable in ways that help us grow and move and become more God's people, this community that God's calling together. And as we do that, you'll see, I, by God's grace, we'll be lingering more and more after, and we'll want to get here early just to see the people who we get to join together with, not necessarily all our best friends, although that too, but even broader than that. And what a gift to do that together. A highlight. A highlight. That's a glimpse at chapel. And now we're going to dive into our scripture day. This semester, you may have seen the signs, we get to look at the Gospel of John. What a privilege to do that. It's our, it's our custom here at chapel to, to always spend our first semester together each, each fall looking at one of the Gospels. So if you're here for four years, students, you get all four Gospels. And and if you get a victory lap, you get, you know, you get to read a little review again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And so this year, we're, we're the Gospel of John. And specifically looking at these, the I am statements of the Gospel of John. How God has made himself known in and through Jesus. The center of what we're talking about. The center of Christian, Christian identity at Whitworth. So we're going to read John 1. Chapter, uh, verses 14 through 18. And I just, last semester of doing Psalms, I found I just really enjoy reading this together. So it's going to be on the screen. I wonder if you can read this together. When it says the word, it's talking about Jesus. Let's read this together. Ready, set, go. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of his father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses, and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Thank you. Have you, ever, have you ever wondered what God is like? Ever wondered, what is God really like? What is God about? You obviously, we wouldn't be the first ones who've asked that question. I've asked that question. And people ever since the dawn of time have been asking that question. What is God like? And you've gotten little glimpses, maybe, maybe started glimpses by looking just out at the world around us, saying, wow, Look at this. So the magnificence, the, the detail, 
the power, the majesty of what we see around us in nature, wow, maybe that's giving a hint of what God's like. Or, or that the sustenance of life, that, that, that the rain comes and the, the grass grows. River just, we ate his corn last night that he planted. He planted seeds and they grew. These huge plants and he ate the corn. I mean, that's incredible. This sustenance, that when you get a cut, it heals. That a baby is born and lives. You say, oh, well, maybe that's kind of a glimpse about something about God. People have been doing that for ages. And in some ways, maybe it's, it's like uh, waiting for the sun to rise. You ever, anyone ever done that? You ever waited for the sun to rise? You get there early enough that it's really dark still. And you know it's coming sometime. Maybe you didn't really check the time, but you know it's coming sometime. And so, and you're waiting, and you see just that little bit, tiny bit of light. You're not even sure if it's really light yet. Is that, is that light pollution or is that sun? I'm not sure yet. But just a little bit. A little bit like people have been doing. What is God like? Look around, try to get some hints. Well, there's some little hints. I'm not sure exactly, but maybe some hints about God in these things I've seen. And then we, in the, in the Christian faith, we, we have been given a gift of, our, of Scripture that helps us see and understand more, and more come to light. And we see this, oh, the Old Testament, especially this journey of God's bringing more and more light. God's showing more and more of who he is, what he's like, making himself known to us. God's lifting the light a little more as we look at that sunrise. Okay, yeah, now it's for sure sun. Okay, yeah, I see it. I see how God is, is this creator, God, with Adam and Eve. We see God, who, who, who is God of mercy in the way that when Adam and Eve rejected God, See how God has called Abram and his people to be, to be a part of God's redemptive plan for the world, that God doesn't give up. We see God rescuing people out of, out of oppression, of the Israelites in slavery, a God who has a heart for the, the vulnerable and the widow and the orphan. This God who calls people out of sin and pulls them back again and again and again and again. Okay, we're getting more. The light's coming. That's the Old Testament story of salvation history. And we see one place in that, one glimpse of this is, is in Moses. When Moses says, God, show me your glory. God's glory is God's godness, what God is like. Godness, that's a, that's a word I made up, all right? <laughs> and Moses, and God says, you can't see my glory. It would, it would be too much for you. My holy power, love is too much for you. I'll cover your face and pass by. I'll speak who I am. The Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in, uh, uh, abounding in steadfast love. Moses can't see it. God says it's too bright for you. The sun's too bright for you. You can't see it, but I'll tell you about it. And then we come to our text today. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. We have now seen his glory, what people have been longing for from the beginning of time. And the people of Israel saw a little bit more. Now the sun is rising. That glimpse over the horizon where the sun, all of a sudden you see the, the light break through. Maybe, have you ever seen it over the ocean? Sun rising over the ocean and that light just it reflects off the water. This is what's happening in Jesus. God has said, I'm going to make myself known. And so verse 18, no one has ever seen God. No one has ever seen God. As much as we wanted to know what God is like, no one's ever seen God until the God who's been making himself known little by little, now, boom, here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. No longer do we have to question, wonder, what is God like? Oh, God, I wish I could just have some idea. I guess I'll look around me and try to get a good guess. No, 
God has made himself known. He's interpreting himself in a person, in a way accessible to us that we can understand. We don't have to just think about ideas about God. God is coming to us and say, I'm going to show you myself as a real human being. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> a real human being. No more guessing. I'm coming to you. I'm showing myself to you. I will make myself known to you in your world, in your feelings, in your flesh, in ways that you could hear and understand. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. And God makes himself known in Jesus to us. And this kind of knowing, it's not the kind of knowing you write on a blackboard and put in a book. This kind of knowing is personal. What's your name? Emily. I'm Forrest. Nice to meet you, Emily. <laughs> Welcome. That's the kind of knowing it is. See, now I've met Emily. And Emily and I are starting a friendship, a relationship. That's the kind of knowing that Jesus brings about God. It's not head knowledge. It's relational, personal knowledge that comes as God is made known. Benji, just come on up. And so, the invitation from the book of John is this. Come and see. You hear those words throughout the book of John. Come and see the God who's been made known in Jesus. No longer guessing, no longer longing. God has made himself known. And so, this semester, we're going to explore it. In word, in sacrament, in community, who is God? God has made himself known to us. And we're going to know him more in community and then know him more as we share that with the world in need. Let's stand and sing together.